You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, September 22nd. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The UK is reportedly considering moving the British embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. This according to the Guardian newspaper, which quoted the spokeswoman for the British Prime Minister, Liz Truss. The spokeswoman said that the matter was raised in the meeting yesterday between Truss and Prime Minister Yair Lapid. Truss told Lapid that she was weighing the current location of the British embassy in Israel. Lapid appeared to confirm this in remarks in Hebrew on his Twitter account. He thanked the British leader for considering moving the embassy to Israel's capital, Jerusalem. We will continue to strengthen the partnership between the countries, he wrote. Lapid is scheduled to deliver his address to the UN General Assembly later today. His office said that he plans to announce Israel's commitment to a two-state solution with the Palestinians. Gunshots were fired at an IDF position near Nablus and also at the community of Bracha in Samaria. There were no reported casualties. The IDF forces opened searches in the area and recovered a number of bullet casings. After the shootings, Jewish activists blocked the entrance into Nablus, the West Bank's largest city. Security forces arrested nine fugitives suspected of terrorist activity across the territories overnight. Minister for Public Security Omar Barlev said that the current sensitive security situation is likely to continue for weeks. Barlev said the terrorists and those who dispatched them are yearning to get into Israeli cities and towns to hurt and to kill. They will find before them police dispatched across the country who are determined and brave and aware of the greatness of their task, he said, at a ceremony of promotions in the Israel police. Police Commissioner Yaakov Shaptai called on the public to go and celebrate the high holy days, but to be alert against attacks. He said that from Saturday night until the end of the holidays, thousands of police will be deployed across the country in roadblocks, shopping and entertainment centers, synagogues, and sites of large gatherings. The IDF will impose a general closure on Judea and Samaria and close the Gaza Strip, crossing during the Jewish high holy days. A Palestinian driver rammed a stolen vehicle through a security barrier at the entrance to Ben-Gurion Airport before dawn today. There were no casualties and a guard fired a single bullet at the suspect who was fleeing. The vehicle was later found abandoned at a gas station within the airport complex and the suspect was caught by airport security shortly afterwards. He was detained for questioning by police. The suspect in his 30s is a resident of the Palestinian territories. He was remanded in custody for a week, and his state-appointed attorney said his client was simply confused and had no hostile intentions. The airport was immediately put on lockdown during the protocol until the suspect was apprehended. Authorities said no takeoffs were delayed overnight, and the airport has returned to its routine. The incident came on what is said to be a record-setting day with over 90,000 travelers going through Ben-Gurion today. Prior to Rosh Hashanah, some 4,000 Israelis have already arrived at Uman in the Ukraine to worship at the grave of Rabbi Nachman from Bratslav. Israel's ambassador to the Ukraine, Michael Brodsky, told Khan that he expects more to come by the holiday, despite the travel advisory against going to the war-torn country. He warned that those going to Uman were putting themselves in grave danger since the war was going on and dozens, if not hundreds, of people were being killed daily. Meanwhile, Israel is preparing for a wave of thousands of Russian immigrants immigrating to Israel. This after Russian President Vladimir Putin declared that he would call up 300,000 reservists to fight in the Ukraine. 
Absorption Minister Pnina Tamano-Shate and Finance Minister Victor Liberman are putting together an absorption basket of services for the new immigrants. Even though this is a caretaker government with limited budgets, the two ministers are scrambling to find funding. A resident of Nesher, age 22, arrived at the local police station armed with a knife and scissors saying he had come to murder his mother. This as his mother, age 47, was in the station to file a complaint against her son who was threatening to kill her. The man dropped his knife and was promptly arrested. This came a day after a man was arrested for allegedly murdering his mother in a village in the western Galilee. Minister, Minister for Environmental Protection Tamar Zandberg has declared the area around Tel Aviv's central bus station an air-polluted zone. The Tel Aviv municipality is being required to submit an operational plan for taking steps to improve air quality in the zone within six months. Taking a look at the weather and the forecast is for warmer temperatures mainly in the hills and inner parts of the country. Tomorrow, light rain is expected in the north. Maximum temperatures in the main areas, Jerusalem 26, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 27, Tzvat 23, Beersheba 31, and Anilat going up to 34 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.